0: Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Tuesday, November the 17th. As always, plenty of coronavirus news to update you on first thing. Um, Firstly, we're going to hear from the man in charge of public health in Kent, because he's been giving us a bit of an update on what might happen at the end of lockdown two. Um, The current restrictions started on November the 5th, as you'll probably remember, and they're due to end on December the 2nd. So we're not quite halfway through yet. However, questions are, of course, being asked as to what. what sort of situation we might find ourselves in at Christmas time. Well, Andrew Scott-Clark says it's still too early to tell if lockdown is having an impact and bringing down cases of COVID-19, but he insists they're monitoring the data every day.
2: We're looking at the figures. We are doing work with central government to understand what the criteria might be to come out of lockdown. But, but I would be saying to everybody in Kent, given that we've seen rising cases everywhere uh, and those are community spread, these are not cases that are isolated into uh, the care home sector or the hospital sector or anywhere else. This is general spread uh, and therefore the lockdown for us has come at absolutely the right time, really important. We'll need to see the figures over the next week or two before we can really determine how we might come out. But I would say to, to to people now, don't expect to come out at the same place as we went in.
0: There are particular concerns at the moment over Swale and Thanet, which have both seen a big increase in the number of cases. It's thought areas like this could continue to face restrictions even if lockdown nationally ends as planned. Meantime, there are calls for mass testing to be carried out in Thanet following a trial in Liverpool. Councillors there say the area is at tipping point with rising hospital admissions and several schools affected too. Mr Scott-Clark says they are finalising details on getting planning in place before embarking on any mass testing programme, but he did have this message.
2: We're enhancing our testing offer all the time. We've had new mobile units set up and go live in Seven Oaks District and in Tunbridge and Malling, uh, and we're working on getting other mobile sites set up. We're also working on getting more local testing sites set up, which will enable local people to walk into to get tested. The really important thing to say is that um, people who have symptoms I would urge them to go and get tested. That's the best way to know that you've got the virus. uh, And that's the best way we know that you can take the appropriate action to self-isolate to make sure that you're not spreading the virus.
0: In more coronavirus news, a Kent dad who's only been able to see his disabled daughter once since March is... Begging to be allowed to hug her this Christmas. Brett Martin from Minster used to visit 33-year-old Charlotte twice a week at her care home in Deal before coronavirus put a stop to it. He's now calling on the government to send rapid testing kits to care homes ahead of the festive season. Headteachers in Kent are being urged to make sure they understand coronavirus guidelines so pupils and staff are not sent home needlessly. An increasing number of schools across the county have temporarily closed or Told entire year groups to isolate following confirmed cases. But now at the County Council say so they understand the pressure heads are facing, but it's causing problems for parents. Kent police have fined 14 people for breaking lockdown rules after repeatedly trying to leave the country. Officers stopped more than 50 at the Port of Dover and Channel Tunnel over three days last week and found they had no reasonable excuse to leave. Some people were caught travelling in groups of more than two and mixing with other households. An entire wing at a prison on Sheppey has been put into quarantine after a number of coronavirus cases. It's understood more than 90 men at HMP Elmley in East Church have tested positive, although that hasn't been confirmed yet. A spokesperson says precautions have been taken and they're closely monitoring the situation. Meantime, a King Council has been forced to close its offices after two members of staff contracted coronavirus. Tunbridge and Borough Council say services should not be affected and it's Hoping to reopen the building in Kings Hill for arranged appointments next week. And Southeastern have taken swab samples from 20 of its busiest railway stations, with all tests showing no traces of COVID 19. Six more stations will be tested this month, including Sittingbourne, Maidstone East, and Ramsgate. The train operator says by February, 41 will have been tested for the virus. Kent Online News. The mum of a sitting-born schoolgirl who died after being hit by a car has described her as beautiful and kind-hearted. 16-year-old Ellie Payne, who went to high Stead girls' Grammar, passed away in a London hospital earlier this month after it happened on the A2 Canterbury Road. In a heartbreaking message on a GoFundMe page that's raising money for charity in her memory, her mum, Jodie Foster, said the family all held her hands as she passed away. A mum whose house fell over at the edge of a cliff on Sheppey five months ago says she's still waiting for answers. Emma Tunnett's bungalow collapsed into the sea at East Church in May just days after they were evacuated following a landslide. Well, she and her family are now living in temporary accommodation and she's launched a fundraising campaign so an expert can look into what happened. Next, and this is the moment police were called to a disturbance at a former army barracks being used to house asylum seekers in Folkestone. Please
2: don't, please don't, please don't. Guys, guys, if you break the gate, there's
1: no freedom because you will be arrested for criminal damage. So don't do that. Open, stop, open. Open, stop, open. Don't do
0: that. Napier Barracks has been converted to accommodate men who've crossed the channel to the county, some of them in small boats. It's understood the disturbance started because those living there aren't happy with a lack of information they're getting over when they might be able to leave. Police say no arrests were made. Kent's going to get an extra £1.7 million to help deal with the impact of Brexit. The government money will help fund changes at the Port of Dover and Channel Tunnel in Folkestone. The county council will also spend some of the. The cash on preparations for Operation Brock and tackling potential disruption in places like Ashford, Dartford and Thanet. Okay. Meantime, the location of a post-Brexit customs clearance site for lorries in Dover has been revealed. A new border control point is being proposed for the disused industrial space in the Whitecliffs Business Park from next summer. The government's launched a consultation, so if you live there, you can raise any potential concerns. Now, to mark World Prematurity Day, we've been speaking to a mum from Maidstone who gave birth to twin boys at just 23 weeks pregnant. When she went into labour, she was told there was a high chance neither baby would survive. This is Nikki Cooper's story.
1: So I went into labour um, actually at 22 weeks pregnant um, and at that point they just say there's nothing that they can do at all uh, because the cut-off is 23 weeks Um, And this was about nine o'clock in the evening and I was 22 plus six days. So I only had three hours until I would be 23 weeks. Uh, So luckily they gave me some medication and um, managed to hold off the labour until about nine o'clock the next morning, um, which is when I gave birth to twin boys. Uh, They both did okay at first, um, despite their gestation. They were both one pound two each. So very, very tiny. Um, And they were moved uh, by ambulance to Medway Hospital, where they've got a specialist neonatal unit, the Oliver Fisher unit. And uh, that's where they were looked after. Um, Henry did um, quite well. Um, He had quite a few few setbacks along the way, but overall um, got through them all. But unfortunately, um, Archie was quite poorly on his second day. Um, with suspected ses- sepsis, and um, the doctors tried everything they could, all different medications to to help his blood pressure, uh, but unfortunately, he he couldn't be saved. It absolutely blew our minds what what they're capable of doing with such small babies, um, things that you just don't even realize. Like giving them medication, and and their their his arms were the size of my little finger, and trying you, you trying to imagine a, putting a cannula in there but yet they they did it they found veins and they they put cannulas in um he had um he feeding tube going uh, through his um for his nose down to his, his tummy which was tiny uh, the breathing tube in in a tiny little uh, throat to to help him breathe um it it was just incredible um i think in total he had 12 blood transfusions while he was in there as well um and things like uh, simple medications that do massive things for these babies. So, for example, most premature babies are born with a PDA, which is a hole in their heart, and that um, is normally closed in a full term baby. But when they're born early, it's still open, and they the doctors give them a course of ibuprofen, and that helps the hole hole to close in their heart. It, it's amazing, really. He was in hospital for uh, four months. He was there until a week before his due date. He's great now. Yeah, you wouldn't know he was born so early, apart from being a little bit skinny. Um, he's, yeah, he's full of energy, um, lively, chats, chats away. Um, he's really good at building things. Um Yeah, he's an inspiration. He's amazing, the fact that everything he's been through that you wouldn't really know that he's had the issues he had at at the start of his journey. Um, He started school this year and um, he's getting on well at school. We had his first parents' evening last week and the teacher's happy with him, so that was really good. So, yeah, it's just amazing that for for what he's been through and what we got told at the start by the midwives um, that we've got this healthy, happy nearly five-year-old running around. It's amazing.
0: Nikki has released a book of photos of children holding pictures of themselves as tiny little babies along with their inspirational stories. It's hoped it'll give parents going through the same thing the hope and comfort they need. You can see a picture of Henry now at kentonline.co.uk The book has been made available at the Oliver Fisher Unit at Medway Maritime Hospital in Gillingham. Maidstone Council has stepped in to take the Hazlitt Theatre back under its own control. There have been concerns over the past week or so that the venue could be forced to close completely. While bosses say they want to protect its future by managing the finances and reviewing when it could reopen. A new grammar school annex in Sevenoaks has been given the go-ahead by council bosses. The building for Tunbridge Wells Grammar for Boys will include 15 classrooms, specialist science labs and technical workshops. It'll be set up alongside the annex for the Weald of Kent Grammar School off Seal. Hollow Road. It's claimed cycle-friendly roadblocks in Gravesend are an accident waiting to happen. They've been installed on Russell Road and Prospect Grove as part of the government's active travel scheme. Residents have launched a petition against it though, as they say it's causing traffic problems and could affect emergency services. A date has been set for a judicial review of the government's decision to allow Manston Airport to reopen as a freight air hub. The case will be heard in February at the High Court in London after campaigners raised £80,000 to pay for legal costs. And it seems even Santa's getting in on the Zoom thing this year and has been inundated with requests for virtual meetings with little ones before the big day. Organisers at the North Pole have had to add extra dates for families to book online chats with father christmas you can click on the my kent family pages to find out how to get involved well that's it for today but don't forget you can subscribe to the im news app and that will give you access to all km group newspapers to do it head along to subsaver.co.uk news you can trust this is the kent online podcast